Hello and welcome to the broadcast. This is a ministry of North Harford Baptist Church in Jarrettsville, Maryland. Visit us online at northharford.org. Now, we move on to our Gospel Primer devotional. And we are on section 12 this week. Hold the book up. Where is it? We're going through a Gospel Primer. Short devotions on basically feeding on the gospel daily as the heart of our spiritual growth. Short, short sections. Uh, my inheritance in the saints. I'll give you just a you know, summary of what that means before we read it. You know, our kingdom inheritance that we receive as citizens of heaven is not totally future. You know, ultimately, it's future, but we begin to receive our kingdom inheritance now in this age. And at the center of that is each other, each other. Um, that's the kingdom inheritance we have in the saints. The gospel is not just a message of reconciliation with God, but it also heralds the reconciliation of all believers to one another in Christ. Through the death of Christ, God has brought peace where there was once hostility. And he has broken down the racial, economic, and social barriers that once divided us outside of Christ. Also, when God saved us, he made us members of his household. And he gave us as gifts to one another. I'll read those two footnotes, although I skipped verse uh, footnote 37. You can read those on your own, but let's read footnote 38, Ephesians 2.19. So then you are no longer strangers and aliens, but you are fellow citizens with the saints and are of God's household. Ephesians 1.18, I pray that the eyes of your heart may be enlightened so that you will know what are the riches of the glorious inheritance in the saints. Um, back up into the main body. Each brother and sister is a portion of. Of my gospel inheritance from God. And I am a portion of their inheritance as well. We are significant players in each other's gospel narrative. That just means, you know, we're all trying to live out the gospel, right? Live out, live by faith. And it is in relationship with one another that we experience the fullness of God in Christ. Let's go ahead and read footnote 40. Ephesians 3, verse 17. You... Being rooted and grounded in love. I've got to tell you, I love that metaphor. How we're to think of ourselves, the body of Christ. Be rooted and grounded in love. If you've ever done any planting outside, or if you've ever had to uproot something or dig a stump out, you can get something of the, of the significance in the, of this illustration. What roots us? What grounds us? Love. Uh, 18 may be able to comprehend with all the saints what is the breadth and length and height and depth and to know the love of Christ that you may be filled up to all the fullness of God. Second Timothy two, twenty-two: pursue righteousness, faith, love and peace with those who call on the Lord from a pure heart. First Peter four ten: as each one has received a special gift, employ it in serving one another as good stewards of the manifold grace of God. In Ephesians 1, 
22, talking about the church, which is his body, the fullness of him who fills all in all. And gets to go back up to that main paragraph, or the main body. Hence, the more I comprehend the full scope of the gospel, the more I value the church for which Christ died. Now that is an important sentence. So I'm going to take the liberty to read that again. The more I comprehend the full scope of the gospel, the more I value the church for which Christ died. And the more I value the role that I play in the lives of my fellow Christians, and the more I appreciate the role that they must be allowed to play in mine. That is a terrific paragraph of some of the fruit that will come some of the relational fruit and valuing each other fruit, valuing the church fruit that comes from comprehending the full scope of the gospel. Those who leave mother, father, sister, brother in this life for the sake of Christ will receive a hundredfold, not only in the age to come, but also in this age. We begin to receive our inheritance in the kingdom now, how so? That's the manifestation of the body of Christ and the love of Christ on earth. The church, guys and gals, is not a side issue. It's the centerpiece of God's plan and purpose. To re- God to redeem a people for himself, to create a people for himself in Christ, to know him, to love him, to worship him, to sing of him, to sing to him, and to dwell with him forever. The church. The church. Now, right now, we're local churches scattered all over the world. But in the end, when Christ returns, he's going to do two things regarding the church. He's going to do more than two things. We're just focusing on the church. He's going to gather his church to be with him and to be one. And he's going to glorify his church in the resurrection, full manifestation of resurrection power forever. The church, the church of the Lord Jesus Christ.